Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Woman Well-Rounded Radio. I want to do a 90 Day Fiance recap today for the Happily Ever After cast. And yes, guys, I know I'm like a couple of weeks in and I'm way behind, but I caught up to everything. So I wanted to do the recap because I know you guys have been asking for that. So... I also wanted to inform all of you that I have a lot of new material. I've been so busy doing my book. I have a lot of stuff that I've been doing for my shows. So I have so much material that I want to offer you guys to listen to for this month. So stay tuned for that. So let's get started with our 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After recap. So let's talk about, hmm, Russ and Paola or Paola. Actually, no, her name is Powell. Sorry, that's how they pronounce it. Um, so in the latest episode, Russ um, decided not to take the job in Oklahoma because Powell was not having going back to Oklahoma and leaving Miami. So that wasn't going to work. Um, and, you know, she came late to her own baby shower that his family was throwing. So that really kind of didn't set well with his mother. And then at the same time, to me, this whole situation, I think, is weird. And I just kind of think that Oklahoma is such a... It, it's definitely the country. And I think you have to be a certain kind of person to accept living out there. I think the way her personality is, it's fitting for her to be in uh, Miami because there are also a lot of uh, the Spanish culture is there with other people that speak the language. So I think it's a better connection for her. So I think that's why she feels more comfortable being there. Um, But other than that, yeah, Russ, you know, (laughs) I actually don't know. I know that um, they were having issues. She had to go to the doctors to get a shot. Um, because of her blood not connecting with the baby. So it was something to protect the baby. Um, And, you know, they're kind of just dealing with that and, you know, going through the motions of um, him not deciding to take the job, which is a big setback for some people to kind of put your own personal dreams on hold just to pursue your spouses. And I kind of think it was kind of selfish of Powell because, she should have tried to compromise somewhat and and maybe Russ needed to as well going somewhere maybe go just going to another state completely besides Oklahoma and something that wasn't Miami but something that both of them could agree on so you know eliminating the the Miami the Florida and and the Oklahoma probably would have been better for them that's just my opinion um so you know I I really kind of think that it it would be better um, for them as far as, you know, what they wanted to do. Um, So we'll see what happens. So guys, okay. Okay, so I also wanted to talk about um, Nicole and Azan. (laughs) Okay, let me just say this. (laughs) Nicole... um, Hmm. This girl is out of her mind and she's being taken for a ride and she does not realize it. I think that she knows she's being embarrassed on national TV. And for some reason, she's kind of um, putting on this brave face, smiling and making it appear that she's unbothered when in reality, she really is terribly bothered. Um you know, they were supposed to go to Grenada and he canceled at the last minute saying that 
they had a, a he had a family emergency, which is totally untrue. And I'm sure he was just he really was giving her the BS. He really wasn't being honest. So let's face that. And she, you know, walks off the set and closes the door on a trailer and refuses to talk to the crew for a few minutes until her mother arrives. And then she starts to open up and talk about what's going on. Um, in the meantime, she really uh, looks crazy. I th- and she left her daughter in the room uh, with the producer. And I just kind of think it's kind of weird because she reminds me of a mother. And, and I don't know where Child Protective Services falls within this line, but I kind of think, I get the feeling that she's one of those people that would like neglect her child for this man. She just doesn't seem like she loves herself and, and she wouldn't, I just don't see her as someone who's thinking with a, with a full deck. I don't see her as someone who's thinking clearly. Uh, It seems like her parents aren't really pushing her and telling her the truth. They're just kind of babying her and and letting her make her own decisions when in fact they should be intervening as grandparents and exercising their rights because the the her her daughter should be registered for kindergarten how is she going to go over to uh you know his country and and live what kind of life is that going to be for her daughter because her mother is chasing a man i really think it's selfish and i think it's um reckless for Nicole to chase this man because he's not going to marry her. He's taking her for a ride. He took $6,000 from her. She lied to her family. There is no store. Um, and I don't even think she's actually confessed that there is no store to her family. I don't know exactly. I think they do get paid for these episodes. So I'm trying to figure out if she has no experience, she's not working. How is she getting the money to go to all these countries? And he doesn't even want to be with her. He doesn't want to kiss her in public. He doesn't want to do anything. So I really doubt that he wants to be married to her. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Let's let's face it. I'm sorry. I just don't see any of that happening. I don't see a future with that. And I think she's lying, honestly. And if there was, I think he was just upset. And he, he's not trying anymore because his K-1 visa was denied um, by the United States. So he has lost interest in scamming her. So instead, he's directed her to send him money so he can live. And she's too dumb to realize that she's not that that she's not sending money to a man that truly loves her just to help him out to maybe get him over here. She's sending the money to him and he's over there chilling with other women on the beach somewhere with her money, with her money. <laughs> so stay tuned for Nicole and Azan because I don't see that happening. Um, I don't see there, I don't see it, you know, I don't think there's going to be a wedding. <laughs> so let's move on to the family Chantel and Pedro. Oh my gosh. Okay. Guys, I know... <sighs> I was rooting for this couple, okay? I was rooting for Chantel and Pedro. I wanted them to be together. Um, He says he needs to go over to the Dominican Republic. He needs to get away from Chantel and her family. And he's telling her that, you know, the cat will be there for you to comfort. And I don't know when I'm coming back. First of all, if that was me, and this is just my opinion, as I say in all my episodes, this is my opinion and nobody else's. 
If it was me, I would tell him, listen, you're not going to be able to come back to a house because I'm not going to be here waiting for you. Um, either it, there would have to be two things, what she's doing, which is the right thing where she gets on a plane and takes herself over to the Dominican Republic, or when he does decide to come back, make sure you file for an annulment because they haven't been married that long. So, um, I just, I I think it's all wrong. All of it. It's, it's pretty messed up because Chantel is a pretty girl. She's nice to him. It's her family, you know, they've been really suspicious of him, and it's true. I I really think, especially the way he was acting, you know, he went over there, his sister was saying he was single for a night, they were partying, he was dancing with other women, Chantel has no idea, and it was just, his sister is up to no good, she wants to break up their marriage, and her parents were just protecting her, because he is a man from another country, and they have suspicions about him. And I think they're legitimate. Uh, he went after her brother and jumped over a table and threw... And I'm sorry, he actually flipped over the table in her parents' house. And you expect this to be forgiven right away? I kind of mm-hmm. think it's going to take time for healing in this whole this, this family. And Pedro is supporting his mother and his sister... And they're actually living in a better house than him and his wife Chantel are in the States. So let's let that sink in because none of that makes any sense. He's lying to his wife. He's working to support his mother and his sister. And I think once you leave the nest, um, your responsibility to your mother um, cuts off. If, if you know, of course, nobody wants to see their mother out in the street if it was dire needs and she really needed help. Yes, I encourage you to help. But for a man to um, take from his his family that he's that he's made with his wife um, financially helping his mother, I think it's just wrong, um, and and it's wrong for a sister. And you know, people in other countries, um, I'm not really sure if it's their culture, but I think they're using it as an excuse. So because you know, when they come to the United States. They realize that the American dollar is more valued in their country. So if they work for $500 here, you know, $500 is big over there somewhere else. Um, so they, they use the excuse and say, well, I'm helping my family and I'm helping my mother and my sister and all of these other things. And I just don't think any of it's true. Um, so Pedro was dead wrong for going over to the Dominican Republic saying he needed a vacation. He needed space away from his wife. It made no sense. Um, so I'm so glad that Chantel came to her senses and is hopping on a plane over there ready to confront him because I know I definitely would. So kudos to you, Chantel. We are all rooting for you, girl, because <laughs> none of that makes any sense. So go ahead and see what your man is doing over there because, oh gosh, I hope, I hope it works out. And I hope Pedro understands that he was wrong and, um, you know, hopefully they can put this behind them and try to move forward. We will see for next Sunday. Um, guys, so let's move on to Elizabeth and Andre. Um, I'm not going to say Andre because I just, it drives me up a wall when she says Andre. It's not that. His name is Andre. Andre, Andre. Um, okay, so <laughs> she goes to her father because her husband is domineering, controlling, and totally um, too proud. 
he, he's too, um, he has too much self pride to say that, listen, I need help. Um, he wants her to do all these things with whatever income she's making. It doesn't make any sense to me. He wanted to move out of the free house that they were paying for to go to a house that they have to pay for. <laughs> and then she goes and asks her father to pay for the new place. So Andre can feel okay. So he can feel that he's doing something even though he's doing nothing because he's not working. They spent all this money for him to get his CDL license to become a truck driver. He's not doing any of that. He's walking around complaining. He's the guy that is all talk and no action. He's a what you call a BSer, bullshitter, whatever you want to say. Um, and he's not doing a thing. He's just walking around <laughs> demanding what he wants her to do and saying, we're going to make it happen. It's our life. Nobody can butt in. But he's not going out and taking care of his family and she's ready to she's going to be ready to pop soon she's going to be ready to have that baby and she said she's not going to work so he's you know that's going to cause a big problem between the two um because he doesn't seem like he's focused on working he's too um wrapped up in his self-pride and domineering personality that he can't get over himself um, so that's going to be a disaster. And from what I've seen for the upcoming scenes, it looks that he gets physical with her and knocks her phone out her hand because she doesn't want, um, because he doesn't want her texting her family. So I think it's, I think it's really, it's, uh, I think it's crazy. Um, so we shall see what is going to happen Um, as far as that couple goes. Um, so let's move on to Colt and Larissa, or shall I say Coltsy and Larissa? Um, okay. (laughs) Um, where do I start with Colt? Well, okay. They live with his mother. You know, I don't even know how she got cleared of her charges and immigration didn't, um, get involved with her because... She's not a U.S. citizen. She got arrested for and charged with assault, but they ended up um, dropping the charges. I think it was really cowardly for Colt to even call the police on her. That was just a punk move. I mean, you get into an argument, you know, you guys need to learn how to go to your four corners or whatever it is, your three corners, and go cool off somewhere. I don't think... Um, unless she was threatening him and like going berserk with his mom or something that he should have felt the need to call the police and involve them. It's, it's just, it's kind of weird. Um, and then Colt, he's so calm and collected. It almost makes me think that he's a very passive aggressive. Actually, I'm just going to put it out there. I think he's very passive aggressive. Um, he's just very calm and weird and kind of creepy at sometimes. (laughs) I'm not sure, guys, but he's definitely um, quite creepy. So um, she confessed that she has children. I My mouth was on the floor when I heard that. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. Wow. Um, so she has two kids. She has a boy and a girl. And she wanted to find out, which is good. That That's good that she was being the protective mother. Um, not bringing her kids over here, but I'm like, hmm, why are her kids over there? One with the grandfather, which is her father, and one with the, with her baby daddy or ex-husband. Wow. And his mother starts crying. (laughs) First of all, 
I'm not going to be crying. I'm going to be upset that my son actually lied to me. All he had to do was just be honest with his mother. Um, and, and I don't think his mother would have okayed the marriage had she known he had children, um, that Larissa had children rather. So that's a big mess in itself. Um, eventually I'm sure she's going to want to bring her children over to the United States, but really kind of have to see how that's going to work because they are constantly arguing in the house. So I'm really not sure how that's actually going to work out. So let's move on with Ashley and Jay. Ashley went to New York City for a girl's trip. She wanted to, I think, make Jay jealous. (laughs) Well, well, well. I'm not even going to comment about them because I think it's so corny of a storyline. It's almost not worth it. But I was kind of rooting for them too. I was, honestly. Um, Ashley is very upset with him in this, you know, dating online app or inviting women over to their house. Um, But her going out and meeting with her ex-boyfriend doesn't make it better either. Getting back at each other is not going to fix the problem. She needs to really address what she wants to do. Um, Because Ashley actually has two children herself. So I don't know how that's working out. But one thing I have to say is that Jay... I I don't see that happening. I don't see it lasting. I think it's going to get very nasty before it gets better. Or it's either going to get better before it gets really nasty for a little bit. Um, it's not going to go anywhere with her making him, you know, jealous and arguing, um, about the phones and what's going on and not answering him, um, and vice versa. I I just, I was thinking that they were actually going to last, but she's kind of, they're, they're back and forth a tit for tat relationship and I just don't see it happening. Um, and they're actual storyline to me personally it's not worth it I just think that you know poo or get off the pot it's one or the other (laughs) so that's my recap with them um so guys you have to also keep me posted on anything that you want to hear from me as well um I did briefly want to talk about Jonathan and Fernanda I am so saddened. They were a wonderful couple, good-looking couple. It's just really sad that he had to file for divorce or an annulment. Uh, was it a divorce? Yeah, he's decided to file for a divorce. Uh, I really was rooting for them, and Fernandez seems like she wants half his business, and she wants alimony and everything like that, and it just sounds like it's getting really nasty. I don't know where they went wrong. I think... What happened, uh, they were physically attracted to each other and there was no conversation being had. Um, and, and a lot of people make that mistake. You're physically attracted. The sex can be fantastic and great. But after those 5 or 10, 15, 20 minutes, 30, whatever, what is there that the relationship is offering? What are you guys offering to each other besides great sex or whatever? And I think that's what Jonathan and Fernanda went through. Um, they went through a serious physical attraction, a lot of lust. And after the lust ran out in real life hit them, they realized that they couldn't live together. 
so I think that's where it comes, uh, where it boils down to. So let's stay tuned with that. So that's my 90 day fiance recap. I know it was really long guys, but I have been away from the radio for a while. So I wanted to give you a good thorough recap of all the couples that are on the happily ever season. I will be doing new episodes for the new 90 day fiance the other way. I'm also going to be talking about that. And I have some other episodes that I'm going to be talking with tonight. So stay tuned guys. You are listening to Woman Rail Bounded Radio.